In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Herod sent to have John arrested and had him chained up in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife whom he had married. For John had told Herod, It is against the law for you to have your brother's wife. As for Herodias, she was furious with him and wanted to kill him. But she was not able to because Herod was afraid of John, knowing him to be a good and holy man, and gave him his protection. When he had heard him speak, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he liked to listen to him. An opportunity came on Herod's birthday when he gave a banquet for the nobles of his court, for his army officers and for the leading figures in Galilee. When the daughter of the same Herodias came in and danced, she delighted Herod and his guests. So the king said to the girl, Ask me anything you like, and I will give it to you. And he swore her an oath. I will give you anything you ask, even half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? She replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried straight back to the king and made a request. I want you to give me John the Baptist's head, here and now, on a dish. The king was deeply distressed. But thinking of the oaths he had sworn and of his guests, he was reluctant to break his word to her. So the king at once sent one of the bodyguards with orders to bring John's head. The man went off and beheaded him in prison. Then he brought the head on a dish and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord There is one saint that seems to match every significant move in the life of Christ. In fact, he always seems to be one step ahead of the Lord. For isn't that the role of the herald or forerunner who runs ahead of his liege to announce the good news of the latter's coming? The preaching of John was not just confined to words, but more powerfully proclaimed through the testimony of his life and death. Before the wonderful story of the angel's visitation to the Virgin Mary and her miraculous conception of the Son of God, the Gospel of St. Luke also provides us with a parallel story of the Annunciation to Zechariah and conception by his wife Elizabeth under miraculous circumstances, which precedes this climatic event in the history of salvation. St. John was also the first person who had detected the holy presence of the Lord hidden within the womb of Mary, and it was he who alerted his own mother Elizabeth and revealed this truth to her by leaping in her womb. It was he who preceded the Messiah's preaching by preaching a message of repentance and offering a baptism of repentance that would foreshadow the baptism of rebirth, which our Lord would confer in us through water and the Spirit. And it would be St. John the Baptist who will go before the Lord to announce his passion and death by his own death at the hands of Herod. And yet, the one who literally 
was one step ahead of our Lord and Saviour, could humbly acknowledge this truth before men. After me comes he who is mightier than I, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. No one else can boast of the preeminence enjoyed by the Baptist, but he discounts all that. He points away from himself to someone mightier than he. John remained steadfast to his mission to prepare the way of the Lord and offered his life in defense of this truth. Our Lord would one day offer his own life in the cross for John's and humanity's sake and grant them the honor which only angels can dream about. The story of St. John's role as a precursor or forerunner of the Lord does not end with his death. Tradition teaches us that St. John preceded the Lord into Hades to proclaim the good news to the captives. Like the morning star preceding the sun, he illumined those sitting in the darkness and shadow of death from where he was soon led forth by the Lord with all the righteous from the beginning of the age. In this way, John became the forerunner of Christ to both the living and the dead amongst all those whose time came before the birth of the Church. Holy tradition also teaches us that St. John holds a position of honour among the saints, second to that of the Theotokos alone. In the iconostasis or screen of icons, which separates the sanctuary of Eastern churches from the nave, both the Virgin Theotokos and St. John the Baptist, often depicted with angelic wings, stand as honour guards on the left and right of Christ. Both figures hold their hands in prayerful supplication. It is believed by our Eastern brethren that John brings the prayers and concerns of the faithful before the Lord the same powerful zeal and boldness he exemplified in his earthly life. In this way, he is a saving refuge to all that hasten to him in prayer. Today, St. John the Baptist stands as a witness of hope to those who feel crushed and discouraged by the prevalence of evil and injustice. We are reminded that John's death was not in vain, for to live for Christ, to speak the truth, to point others to him, is never in vain. His mission was completed. God's call was with him even until death. He had lived to the point others to our Saviour, Jesus Christ, who we need beyond anything else in this life. Knowing that Jesus is indeed the Christ is what John had lived for. He had paved the way for the one who truly sets us free. Even when things don't make sense, even in the midst of suffering, tragedy, great loss, and even in death, look to Christ as John did. For Christ indeed is our Lord and King. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.